Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's the worst idea It's the worst idea of all time It's the worst idea It's the worst idea of all time Thanks, man. Hey, thanks, bro. Hey, no worries, dude. Hey, thanks, thanks, brother. No worries, dad. Cheers, brother. Thank you, my son. Um, should we go? I thought we were. Is this us? That's how this we is start. how we start the yeah. new. Everybody, welcome along to family time. You know us as Tim Batten, Guy Montgomery, and you might have previously heard these conversations under the banner of the Friend Zone. Yes. This is not to chastise friendship or the zone that we created to celebrate the very practice. It is more a reflection of the changing times and tides of <laughs> lives and podcasts alike. It sort of sounds like we're going to get cancelled, the way that you started that sentence. Like, yeah. Well, look, we've got some um, we've got some social justice warriors hot in our tails. W-O. Yeah, I call them uh, warriors. What are they so worried about all the time? Um, justice. That's right. Social justice. Yes. Clue was in the title the whole time. Um, yeah, we've graduated. We've graduated our relationship to you from, from friends to family, which sounds quite culty. And uh, frankly, I'm into it. Yeah. It's a reflection of the new season yes. of the same old podcast, The Worst Idea of All Time, that we are three episodes into currently as we rewatch, or that's not true, watch the Fast and the Furious franchise Backwards. We're talking yeah. nine, nine times, eight, eight times, all the way back to the original F and F. Do you know what that stands for, Tim? What? Fast and Furious. Fast and fuck. You know what? You know what we've never found out or even asked about yet? What? Why are these guys so cross? I reckon it's in the first movie. You think someone wrongs them? Yeah, well, the Furious doesn't come from nowhere. We know what fast is. That's about the cars. A lot of car stuff. So that's that mystery solved. Why are they so pissed off? Though? Yeah. And do you know what I'm worried about, Tim? That maybe I've been too fast to judgment. Go on. Maybe I'll learn to love these characters. Oh, I see. You're like, you've already written the franchise off. 
Not entirely. I'm having a bit of fun, and we hope you are too. Our most recent episode was with an up-and-coming podcaster from the United States of America called Fall P. Tompkins. Mm. Nice fella. I think he'll make something of himself. Do you know, um, Guy and I were at a wedding down south Did you know that? just recently. Did, did you anyone, know that? Did anyone know that? We're family. You should know that. We were at our friend Joseph Moore's wedding, friend of the pod, and friend to all humans and animals everywhere. And who is he marrying? Take a guess. Who is his family now? Why, it's our friend as well, Laura Daniel. That's correct. It was such a good wedding. Holy heck. Someone someone who listens to the podcast came up to me and they said, uh, I can't remember if you were there or not. They said, I, I cannot believe that Universal is um, funding this season of the podcast. Yeah, there seems to be a few people who have rightly uh, celebrated and caught on to the fact that Universal <laughs> are genuinely and sincerely sponsoring the podcast to help launch Fast 10. Fast X will be coming out in May of this year. God knows they could use a push down the road from us frosty fellas. Yeah, correct. A jump start, if you will. A nice. push start. Yeah, nice. We are just the shot in the arm that the franchise needs to... Um, they've always been very good yeah. in the Fast and Furious land about targeting different quadrants, you know, yeah, different parts yeah, of the yeah. earth, different demographics, and uh, the thing that they were missing was um, a fuckboy podcaster market. One of my favorite moments at the wedding, this is sort of ancillary, but also I loved. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is too indulgent to be one of my favorite parts of the wedding, but a standout memory shared between us yeah. was uh, we were, I, I can't remember, we actually spent quite a lot of time socially together. It was really nice. <laughs> so good. Um, and we were talking at some point, and friend of the podcast, family of the podcast, Alice Sneddon, yes. somewhat late at night, came up to us and said, do you know what I just thought in my head? <laughs> Oh my God, it's Tim and Guy and they're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was cute. It was a lovely moment. So so much um, merriment and revelry there. It just makes you wonder why uh, your whole life can't just be one big being at a wedding in Queenstown. I, I think the um, the contained and sort of experiential or the... the it's the, the limited t- nature the, of it, yeah, isn't yeah. it? There's I, I, something about... I don't think I, I would have been capable of indulging with quite such enthusiasm had I known that this was um, my forever lifestyle. Another hot ticket item. The chair I'm currently in is massively broken and it's quite hard to sit on. However, I've ordered for the boys <laughs> some couches. Oh, wow. For this garage. One couch per boy? Uh, yes. I've ordered a two-seater and a one-seater. So if we ever have a guest, you and I can bunch up on the two-seater. No, no, and the no, guest no, can no. We surround them. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's good. Rose between two podcasting thorns. Yeah, yeah. And everything reclines. It was important to me that everything um, leaned back. Well, that is so going to be, be us. Um, it's going to make for an energy challenge while watching some of these movies over and over again. Yeah, it Shall really is. It really is. And there's a little compartment in the um, the armrest of the two-seater so you can hide stuff in there. Little snacks. Oh, wow. Like a f- mini fridge. Well, if you put ice in there, I guess you could it could cool be. it. Yep. Hold. There's, there's cup holders. This is very American. Yeah. Americans crave convenience above all else. They do. The, you, well, more that's, than that's, more than willing to set to sacrifice some of the aesthetic pleasure of an article if it prevents you from standing. Is that we? I feel like we're talking about the Midwest, which is one style of American. But New York City's not like that. They can't fit a reclining couch with a cup holder and a armrest no, thing anywhere. 
We, they, well, they live in tiny apartments and when you think of an American, healthy because they you, walk. When you think of an American, what do you think of? It's a good question. I think the character that pops into my head is a surfer from California. Oh, wow. West Coast surfer. I think of uh, like a confident man in a sort of short sleeve button-down shirt tucked into a pair of slacks with a belt. And, oh, yeah. And they've got opinions on everything. And that guy has glasses, as you said that, in my head. He's he can specs. do. None of it's right. None of it's interesting. Yeah. All of it is spoken with full-throated <laughs> certainty. I feel we're really um, shitting on our core audience here, of which one. is our, be- our beautiful <laughs> libertarian American listener. So it's been a minute. It's a new year. It's the same lads. It's a new name. It's a oh the family yeah family timers yeah family the podcast time. hasn't changed names yet. It's not going to yeah. Uh, I made a link tree for us yesterday. Do you believe in it, you go link, link tree dot link tree dot e slash e e slash twiwet pod. I've got a link tree, but I created one. It. Uh, you, you, I made it. I created a redirect from guymontgomery.co.nz. Yep, that takes you to my link tree, which is I don't know. Guy underscore e slash admin <laughs> slash settings. No, no, that doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> yeah, that's where you can get in there and change. You know, that's the back end, so you can get in there. You can change what links you are on your tree. That's cool. I think Linktree took off because Twitter didn't like people or they didn't let people put their OnlyFans links on. And I think that's the thing that kind of really launched Linktree. Ah. Yeah. The editorial decision that launched a thousand trees <laughs> with links. I wonder if we should get an OnlyFans. What would you put on there? <sighs> Me shaking my little tush. Have you been on OnlyFans? I've been on there. I don't, I, I'm not on there. I it's don't pay even... for anything. Um, although I feel like I should. I'm looking to my left. And uh, I should almost, I'm not going to pan the camera, I can't be bothered getting up, because uh, I'm feeling very American today. Yeah, that's right. But there's a poster for um, Chris and Eli's Porn Revolution, a web series that I was All available the, on YouTube. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. I was the associate producer on this year, uh, last year, it's 2023 now, all about pornography. And uh, OnlyFans played a, a, a big role in that It discussion. actually um, it encouraged me to... Uh, Broaden my pornographic horizon. Good on you. Did you get, did you get on OnlyFans? Not on OnlyFans. No, I still haven't been on OnlyFans. Do you pay for anything? I pay for pornography. It's fucking now. good on you, dude. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. I should do that too. I'm going to pan it around. I want people to see the poster. Yeah, I, you, you don't have to. He's going to pan it around. Uh, and for those of you listening, there's now um, a sort of. We're probably now on the poster and it's a picture of Eli Matthewson and Chris Parker of the male gaze. Uh, Eli is sort of in a singlet with his huge arms out doing a funny face with his tongue out and Chris has got sunglasses on. He's looking over the sunglasses and quite a sort of excuse. I can't tell if it's seductive or he's been caught off guard. Possibly both. Can you seduce someone when you've been taken by surprise? Uh, the answer may sex you up. Well, uh, answers vary. I think sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, all right, listen, family to, oh man, the camera's quite crooked, eh? I'll fix that in post. Nah, it's all <laughs> Not. good. Not. I would love to hear from some of our family members, Guy, about what's well, going on with them. I'm in the Twitter inbox. Twitter, by the way, absolutely going to the dogs, thanks to a man who shaved, I've read, the most money 
He's lost the most money anyone's ever lost. Yeah. 200 bill? Yeah. US? That's good. That's a chunk of change to lose. He's been listening to the podcast. It's all fake, though, isn't it? It's all fake stuff. Gimbal shanks the railway twiwat. Mm. Here we are again. Season 3, Episode 8. Guy, do you think pancakes are a good friendship food? Tim, yeah, absolutely. I'd be hard-pressed to think of a better friendship food. Fourth time lucky. In my last correspondence, exactly a year ago, I said that I'd start my fourth listen through the whole Twiwat back catalogue, but that I doubted I would finish going through it all again. Well, I did finish. And for what it's worth, the fourth listen through every episode really starts to take on a completely different shape. I just want to say before I read any more, I love what you're doing. And I, when I read that sentence, I felt it. I can really... I, I admire the time and energy commitment to doing to our podcast what our podcast has done to other people's output. There was a lot of pathos in the third listen. It felt special. The fourth listen did not. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it because I wouldn't have listened otherwise, but I have some sharp observations. Great. Some of them I'm sure will be welcome and others may sting, but we're not here to fuck spiders, are we, Guy? Season 3, episode 57. Dressing your dog up like a peacock is akin to taking your kids to a protest. Tim Bat. <laughs> what possible context could there be for me saying that? Seasons 1, 2, and 4 are still great. The mini-seasons are refreshing and fun. But after multiple listens, season 3, We Are Your Friends, is the best season of the show. That is crazy. I've heard that from no one, and I've never thought that. And the four... Back-to-back-to-back-to-back commentaries are the jewel in the crown of the worst idea of all time. Wow. It's worth noting, it's worth noting here, sorry, that in episode three of season three, Tim asks, what if We Are Your Friends was a reboot? The reality is, We Are Your Friends was a reboot. It's a remake of Saturday Night Fever, from the small, nerdy friend dying to the estrangement of Johnny Depp and Jarhead. Swap electronic music for disco, and it's the same film. Except... John Travolta can dance and act. Season 3, Episode 1. Guy. This is almost quite biblical, the way these verses are being inserted. Has the writer done it with the... What is that called? There's asterisks. It feels sort of like Paul's... What is that called? One of Paul's never-ending letters to the Corinthians. Did you ever hear those? No. I had so much church in my life growing up. Tell me about Paul's never-ending letters to the Corinthians. There's not a lot to say, except one of the main memories I I have while fading in and out of consciousness in the endless stream of chapel services I had to attend as a boy... Yes. ...is a lot of the readings with this guy, Paul, who kept writing letters to the Corinthians. I can't even remember the tone. All I remember is Paul kept writing letters to the Corinthians. Do you remember anything about what the Corinthians were up to? Where are they from? Where are the Corinthians? Corinthia? Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, uh, season three, episode one, Guy. What? You've never drank party juice before? Tim, this doesn't taste like a party <laughs> at all. Episode 19 of We Are Your Friends season has the famous Tim dying in quicksand rant. 16 minutes in. It's incredible. Possibly Tim's best moment in the show so far which is saying a lot. Is this from a previous stand-up show or was it improvised? Uh, do you remember that? Because I've got a vague recollection of it. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. I'm just going to keep reading yeah, yeah, this paragraph yeah, and then we can discuss it. It says, uh, it's impressive nonetheless and would encourage anyone listening now to go back to episode <laughs> 19 of season three, skip to 16 minutes and enjoy. I do remember it. 
I remember being blown away. There's a it few... was. It was. I. I've got a vague recollection of like blacking out and just kind of going That's, into something. That is jazz. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few different moments like that where I can remember. Um, just sort of. There was a, a, a discussion. You talked about scaling a mountain towards the end of the first season. You gave quite an inspirational s- speech in which I felt like you were a Sherpa showing me the way. That's and so I, nice. I remember being just uh, blown away completely. And it's, you know, it's. I guess it's the nature of it is energy levels wax and wane and sort of, you know, there's there's an undulation to how much enthusiasm you can bring to the project or an episode. Yes. There are certain moments when, you know, I, could, I just feel your hands on the wheel, and I think Tim knows exactly how to drive this thing right now. It's also when um, you and I have put out so many hours of things that you'd hope there's a couple of good moments in there. Oh Do no, you know, but there's, there's, I mean, there's, there's countless, but there's just moments when it's like it's, I'm no longer podcasting with you. I'm sitting back. Oh, and, that's cool. And watching you. One moment that I have, which I feel like is equivalent of just watching you do something and being like. How did this happen? Was when we were, I've told you this before, this might ring a bell, but when we were shooting the pilot in New York City in the sewer. And because I think people don't, re- like, you know, some people have talked to us about that and, and people enjoy the pilot. And I think some people think that quite a lot of it was scripted and uh, none of it was. Like, we had the shape of what we wanted to do down there in terms of the rules, but all the conversations were just like, they kind of turn on a camera were, and we go. Yeah, yeah. It, which is how the podcast works as well. And I remember I just in the moment came up with um, like fuck, kill, marry the turtles. Mm. And I said, and then one you've got to like get an annulment to make it four. And the, your <laughs> your answer was like the funniest, most coherent, most <laughs> surprising analysis of like your life with the turtles. You didn't mm. skip a beat. You just started answering what? in the most poetic way. It's what it I was think amazing. You rack up enough air miles, you know, and sometimes you're flying business class. It was crazy to watch, man. And and the the benefit is people can like watch it. And what you're seeing is real time yeah. Guy Montgomery's if you, brain. If you haven't seen it or you've not seen it for a while, it's all up there on YouTube, the whole pilot. It remains one of my proudest creative achievements. I know. So it's, I genuinely think it's uh, sad that, um, you know, that really... It was, it was a sliding doors moment. That's right. Could have been something. Chris continues. Yes. I realized watching this fourth time through. I realized something this fourth time through. Most people don't watch movies. They see a movie. Oh, I love that. But they don't watch it. <laughs> waiting for the movie to fuck up. People don't stake out films <laughs> like detectives or investigators, good cop, bad cop, grilling the films yes. and finding out their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, fucking people ain't. see films. They don't watch films. Twiowat is a real film study, a real investigation. The only thing I have to add from this time through is that Emmanuel is not canon. Oh, I would provide my reasons, but as the preeminent Twiowat scholar at this point, unless anyone wants to contest this, I'm just calling it. The other seasons have so much replay value. Emmanuel struggles the whole way through. <laughs> Podcast in a tree, an original non-contestant Killionaire with a main attraction recently with Emmanuel feeling like the bonus episodes. Other Twio academics will find this a relief to know they don't have to listen to it with all the other seasons and mini seasons on their way to 52 listens through right. the whole show. Right, right, right. Oh, and what's happening with the Deciders Club? Looking forward yeah. to season five, The Feast and the Nefarious. Take care of yourselves. Say my name, Chris 
Moulton. God damn, that was excellent. And this was sent uh, moments before Christmas 2022. Uh, do you agree with Chris's take on our Emmanuel season? Uh, I do. I think it is it is a departure in form too great. Yeah. And I think, you know, accordingly lacked the sort of cohesion mm. as a as an entire parcel. It was like we were experimenting with a different dish every episode instead of, you know. But this is the, this is the thing. Like, we have to every now and then uh, take a few punts, and they won't all pay out. Well, no. I mean, it's it's um, it is such a sprawling sort of uh, ocean of venture <laughs> of podcasts we've created. Yeah, these and choppy waters, these yeah. rips. I mean, look. If we reflect quickly now, mm-hmm. why don't, why don't you look back on some? You know, full seasons and mini seasons are inclusive. What are some of your fondest memories, or what what do you reflect upon as some of the output that? of which you are most proud. Potential recency bias because it just got mentioned, but podcast in a tree. Yeah. Um, Felt like, like something that. special. That was cool. But it's only, it, it, it can only, in my head, exist because of how hard and stupid the so, regular well, podcast is. one of is. our key sort of ideological, almost philosophical differences. It is. Is you think good art is born of suffering. Yeah. And I think almost, almost by necessity. I think it can be created from comfort. Mm-hmm. Being a in recli- a tree, for instance, a recliner a with a with a little with a mini fridge in it. Um, for me, I think I look back on our week with cats, my week yes. with cats, with uh, very fond memories. Uh, that was really nice. Yeah, did Farrier come with us. I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. We had we had all sorts of different guests on that. I think. Um, did you? I sorry, this is a departure, but um, apparently David Ferrier just got a rabies uh, vaccine injection. Do you know what happened there? He got bit by something. No, I didn't. I didn't oh, know okay. that at all. I'll look it up on his webworm later. Um, webworm Substack. Yeah, there's there's my with cats. I also think about uh, the second season is a real marker for how depraved and dark the show can become. The Sex in the City two season was a real adventure. Yes. Uh, I think Sex in the City 2 is a high watermark for us. And and I guess this reflects my, you know, artistic philosophy, which is that we were in the largest emotional trouble, I think, during that season. Mm. There were some moments of season one that got pretty bad, mm. um, but Sex in the City 2, I think, was a really long slog through some very difficult times for us, going up against the source material, and therefore created... You know yeah. the finest podcasting. Um, Where do you put? We are your friends on on the scale. I certainly not at the top, but you know it's this is the beauty of it, and this is true of all art, and not that the podcast is art, but anything created is once it's released, it no longer belongs to you. It's however, true. However, you intended for it to be engaged with or interpreted by the 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 recipient, yeah, is uh it's irrelevant. Yeah, people meet it as they are, and you know they take from it what they want. And so it's not for me to say that it's not the best season. For Chris, it is. And this guy's done as much research as anyone. And some people will love the Emmanuel episode, so we're not going to take away from that. And I'm going to retract our tacit agreement that it is non-canonical. I'm going to say, it's all there. I think <laughs> you can I, listen, I, I have, listen or not listen to any part of this you want. I'm, I, I have uh, high, high hopes, and I, I'm really proud of, I think, what 
what we've put out of the this uh, fu- season six, the Fast and the Furious so far. Mm-hmm. I also actually, re- oh, what was it? Oh, is that me? It is. Someone's ringing me. I don't know who that is. I don't need to do, deal with that. Um, there was a season we did in one of the lockdowns I really liked. Oh, um, Home Alone 3? No, or, it was a different one. Oh, <laughs> Real Rob? Oh, what was the one? It was a special. It was Rob spe- Schneider's special. Yes, what was that called? <laughs> You're a very good actor. I will give you that. Very good. I don't know if you... I've got a camera on this man. You look into his face. Asian into his mama, eyes. Mexican kids. He just got me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker just got me. Do you know why he called it that? Why, guy? Well, his mama. Yeah. Asian. Yes. She's Filipino. Czech. And he's married. Do you know who he's married? Go on. He's married a Mexican woman. So the kids are Mexican. Czech, mate. <laughs> and I guess Czech Rob's stuck me. in the middle with Steeler's Wheel and Malcolm. I'm going to get a message to read to get us off this dastardly, (laughs) familiar, muddy track. To me, there's very little in life. That is probably actually at at the very top of the mountain is the feeling of sucker punching you with a Rob Schneider. You should feel bad about that. (laughs) But it feels so good. I'm on the Instagram. Twiwet pod. There's messages here. And they say some things like this. Uh, someone just said, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, someone said, I thought you all might appreciate this. So this is a, a video. Have you seen this? So an artist, I believe, created a real life um, uh, Rubik's Cube come, um, what are they called? Those machines? Rube Goldberg Yeah, machine. Rube Goldberg type machine in the forest, which contains a lot of different components. If you so there's a sign, there's a big neon sign that'll strike you if you find this particular exhibit, I guess you'd say, in the woods, and the it just says free beans and then it has a neon arrow pointing down. If you can solve all of the riddles, um you get awarded free beans, but I think you also get a Paul Blart Mall Cop D V D or that like plays a part in it, and it just takes you through the incredibly elaborate construction of um of wow. all the parts of this. Is this like hardcore, what's it called, geocaching? Maybe, yeah, it could be. Paul Williams is into that, I think. Good on him. Sometimes when I'm sitting around with Paul, he'll go, do you want to go geocaching? Really? Yeah. Wow. He has the mind of a child. Yes, he does. In the body of an athlete. Yeah, that's like a high school athlete. Um, uh, Tom has said to us, will Hobbs and Shaw be included Ah, should have finished the episode before speaking. You really should do Hobbs and Shaw. It might not be main storyline, but it's canon. And then there is a a screenshot, which appears to be from Hobbs and Shaw. We've got Jason Statham on our left, and that's uh, um, The Rock, right, on the right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then we've got Idris Elba, if I'm not mistaken, in the middle, center frame, and the subtitle says, Genocide, Schmenocide. And I, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, there you go, folks. He said it, not me. And uh, we've actually got a message here from Michelle Brazier, the Australian comedian. Um, maybe it was a story because I can't, I can't see, I can't see what that was. But it's gone now. So there you have it. And then from Cass, I'm just going because these are short. You know, Cass has sent a lot of things. Okay, 
30th of August. We're going right back. You ready for this? Dearest Timbo and Guy Guy, feel free to f- use my name if this is read on the friend zone. I'm not caught up yet, but I have been binge listening to you boys since December of 2021. I've been trying so hard to catch up lately that not only did I dream in a Kiwi accent last night, but I had to rescue the two of you from Adam Sandler, who had trapped you in his own personal torture chambers. I'm glad that dream still had real me kickboxing skills. Still, real me, you got it. Love you both and the potty. <laughs> Tease. Potty. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful day. You good boys will be getting a much more corny and heartfelt message from future me who is caught up to the podcast. Love every moment and love every day. A heart. Cass. P.S. Watch out for Adam Sandler. If he tries to get you, you boys just let me know. I'll take care of it. It's crazy to look back on that first season and how much I love. I mean, I, I already loved him, but. Adam Sandler, like one of the most memorable specials, comedy specials of the last, uh, how many years? Seven years, eight years since we did that has been a hundred percent fresh. Yeah. His um, his Netflix special was just sensational. It was, it was so funny. Yeah, so true to him, so juvenile, but so sort of beautiful as well. Yeah, was he's, a, he's a special guy. He is, and his his raw charisma. Watching him on talk shows, his like. He just seems to be fundamentally a very, very good person. Yeah, it's a very true. decent fellow. Yeah, absolutely. I respect that. One hundred percent fresh. December first, Cass writes again. Hey boys, just wanted to share this. Love you guys. And it's a stat from Spotify. Wrapped. It claims that Cass has spent fifteen thousand six hundred and fifty-two minutes with their top podcast. Some some trash called the worst idea of all time. Fifteen thousand minutes. Two hundred and sixty-one hours. It's uh, almost <laughs> eleven full days, and that's twenty-four hours, right? That's not like yeah, yeah. That's, a day that's, is twelve yeah, yeah, hours yeah, or eight yeah, hours no, or something. That's, that's like full days. Eleven twenty-four hours is yeah. Pretty good. Jesus. I always actually, I I didn't really comb through them this year. I what I do, Tim, is I um. I try to take a social media holiday during the actual holidays. That's good. So I, I haven't been up to the minute, but I do always enjoy seeing some of the absolutely fucking absurd numbers yeah. people have racked up on Spotify. It's ludicrous. In the company of the Twiwat. And now Ludicrous will be part of that lunacy. Here's another message. You're that such, was a nice sentence. You're such good boys. I've been unemployed for almost a month and you've brought me such comfort. I'm still behind and only up to friend zone 104, but I am drunk and I can't. How much of this podcast is there <laughs> that you can get through 11 Earth Days and you're like two thirds yeah. the way there? Fucking hell. I am drunk and can't. Well, and then let us. In addition to that, let us reflect upon the first message we received today in family time from Chris. Yeah. Who's who's run the gamut four times. Yeah. Fuck. So let's say 11 is two-thirds. So what's more? Is it, should we, should we call it number 16? 16 Earth Days times four. They're Five just, of... I mean, he's, say, he's not going to do a manual now, but he's obviously done a manual. So... It doesn't make any sense to me, man. That doesn't make any sense to me. 16 times 4 is like... 64. Oh, no. It's more than two months. No. <laughs> what? And that, that, again, we're not accounting for sleep. I, like... 
It's a I'm, comfort I'm, food. I'm a, Do you know what? I put in similar numbers listening to Alan Partridge from the Oast House. It's a totally different venture. You've not. But I you've can, not. You've not. I can relate to the feeling of putting... So, although Chris is studying it, I can relate <laughs> to the feeling of putting something on for the comfort and company. We get so many people who are doing PhDs listening to our podcast. Chris is doing his PhD on in the podcast. Our podcast. Can I say this? I was listening to so much, consuming so much Ellen Partridge content at the end of last year that I woke up yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I was not I was stone cold sober and my internal monologue was Ellen was his voice. Wow. And I could not I was awake for an hour trying to make <laughs> my own voice, my inner monologue. Wow. And I couldn't. And I woke up and Chelsea was worried about me. She's like, what's going on? I this said, is what happened to Peter Seller. I said, I, I can't get um, my inner monologue right. Back. Oh, my God. And she had to rub my back. <laughs> Did it work? Eventually. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Related, do you know um, what the YouTube algorithm has been gracing me with recently and I've been rewarding it by watching and then it gives me a little bit more? Um, Philomena Kunk. Oh, good God. What an all-time great character. So funny. 21st of December from Cass. It's important to me that you boys know a hot girl is messaging me of her own volition. She's horny for me. And instead of jumping on a chance, I plugged your podcast. Love you. Happy holidays. Wow. 1st of January, a.k.a. New Year's so Day. Now, hopefully both both the author and we are now up to speed with everything that's happened in our in the in the joined parts of our lives. Happy New Year's, boys. Love you. I'm still catching up, and I'm in mid-2021, <laughs> oh, but I'll no. get there. I started listening in December 21, and I'm looking forward to another year of my fave Kiwis. Okay, I am just reminded of the fact that December 21 is not that long ago, considering 15,600 minutes have ensued of yes, listening. Yes, but it's, 
for a second, I was um, I mistook the year and thought that it was as recently as about a month ago. No, right? no it's a no, full no, year's no, worth. No, no, no. I don't think that's actually that's physically great. possible. That's we're, been annoying me the whole time. We're almost um, little dog here on the mic. Yeah, guys I put mic. it there. Uh, we're almost done, but I'll just read this. I'm going to cross over to the good hardworking people at Meta. We cross live to Meta. Literally made the interface company of their pages like as unusable as I'm. I'm not the most tech-savvy person. Yeah, but to to do anything, brother, I tried. No kidding. If you started a stopwatch, I think it would have taken me three to four minutes to figure out how to post on the Twiwet page yesterday. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I couldn't figure it. I was like. Yeah. I've I've built computers. I've got a functional network accessible storage which I made with my own two hands and configured myself. I couldn't figure out how to post on our page, man. It was really difficult. And I'm not crazy. It used to be very straightforward. It was so easy. And Who Meta, is this for? Meta can only exist now by virtue of Twitter racing it to the bottom of usability. Although Twitter's actually like, it's still the same, the, the changes are kind of different. But like Facebook is like, how can we break yeah. this functional tool? I want to leave this year. God damn it, you should. Although that would stress me out because then I'm all alone. I know, well that's the thing. Managing the, the Facebook, um, which I don't do anyway, the, but the, the idea. The last piece of correspondence is to it's from us to Mark Zuckerberg. Sort your fucking platform out, dude. Yeah, Zuck. But sorry, we should put a full stop from one of our family members. Well, this was this. I haven't even read this, but it says it's from late November. Mm -hmm. Quick question for the old TNG: How much money would we need to crowdfund to get another method film reviewing episode? Thanks for everything. You both make me very happy on the rig. It's a fitting end. It's I don't know what the number is. It's not a. It's not a. It's not really a money problem anymore it's that guy and I now are both in charge of kids and that changes the um the calculus a little bit it's that's the tragedy of it there was a there was a time when it was possible and it's so much harder to do anything now yeah our yeah, lives like, are beautiful and full but it is tricky to go down to a sewer for a week to eat nothing but pizza and watch the turtles you know, especially when, if it's work that is handed to you, if someone says to you, here's an amount of money I'll give you to do this, yeah. it makes a little more sense. Yes. If you say, if it's you saying this is work and then going down to a sewer to eat pizza for a week yeah, and leaving your family, it just reads differently. We could do it though. <laughs> That's... I could figure it, like, you know, we could figure it out. But it, or the other thing is, you know, we wouldn't want to do it piece by piece. You'd want no, to do no. a, it's, have a thing, it's like a, a season it's, of it. It's certainly, look, it's something that we both dream of, but it's also an un, an unsolvable riddle for the time being. Well, for right now, but we'll continue to um, tinker away on it. It doesn't occupy 0% of the brain space. There was a question earlier on that wasn't addressed, which is what's the deal with the Deciders Club? And that is a fair call. Um, so as I've just mentioned, you know, Guy and I, uh, we're, we're, to be totally frank with you, struggling right now. Well, I am. So there's, the editing has become harder now because of the um, the video component. But it's, but it's all good, and I love that it exists, and it's important to do. But we got to get back on top and catch up with some Deciders Club content. So that will be happening at twiwat.substack.com. I've just got to get my head around exactly how that will function and when we can um, get the time to kick back in a couple of cup-holder-laden lazy boys Yes, and fucking watch the heck out of some stuff. That you tell us to. Uh, sp speaking of, though, your, the, the videos you're putting together yeah. 
are absolutely sensational. I am so proud of you and the, the self-built media empire that you are you have built and Thank continue you, to build. Thank you. And if you want to see the videos, they are on the Substack and what they're a day early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ad free always. And, and you've got both. So there's the you can subscribe to the podcast, like using your own podcast app if you're on the if you're supporting us on Substacks, five dollars US a month. And you can just get all the podcast episodes in your podcast app a day early, ad free. In addition, uh Every episode we do now, hopefully, unless I fuck something up, um, has a video. It is, is a video episode. It's as staggering well. to me because I, I when I listen to a podcast, I like to listen to it. Yeah, because you're free to do another thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. If if the pod, if there's a video playing of the podcast while I'm doing the thing, yeah, I am compelled. I'm drawn to look at the it video. It is it is good for stuff like uh, well, you know, it, it, some other people have a different relationship than we will, obviously. Yes. But if you got a guest that you love, like for example, Paul F. Tompkins, who's on yeah, the episode yeah. that just came out, I'd want to. I'd I'd jump on and watch that video. You know, I want to see the man. There is a certain magic in his eyes. Yeah. He, I believe it's actually what uh, Freddie Mercury was writing about when he said it's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. They were alive at the same time. Yep. Briefly. Yeah, when do you think Freddie Mercury was born? When did he die in the 90s? Yeah. Late 80s or early 90s. I think in the 90s. And let's he was, say what, 1990, he would have been about I think. About 40. So let's say in the 50s? Yeah. I'm going to say 57. 50, your there guess? Was the, there was the year my dad was uh, What's born. What's your guess? Um, I think, and it also, uh, okay, so one thing at a time. Freddie Mercury was born in the year 1955. 46. 46? Yeah. We was off. You won. Died in 1991. There's no winners here. Well. Because the world no longer contains a Freddie Mercury. But lucky for us, it does contain a Paul F. Tompkins. Um, that's it from us for now, for family time. This has been the first family time. Family yeah. meeting adjourned. I hope you've all en enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start the next episode by saying, sit down, you know, grab yourself a plate or something like that. Yeah, nice. I'll workshop it. Yeah, good. Something good to look for forward to, though. Oh, also, I'll ask you and I'll ask the listeners. I was thinking of making these live streams for the Substackers. It would make it slightly more difficult, but I think a little bit of fun. What do you think about that? Uh it, it, the timing is more challenging, but if we can make it work, absolutely. Hmm. Maybe every I, I now and then. Actually, the, every I, now and then they'll be live, maybe. As long as we're here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you live in Australia or New Zealand, I am touring a brand new stand-up comedy show, and you can buy tickets at guymontgomery.co.nz. Not only can you, must you. Yeah, that's you true. You must. You must. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Farewell. It's the worst idea. It's the worst Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.